Welcome back to the Forget Me Not Diaries. I'm your host, Tyra. And I'm your host, Bree. We are two lifelong besties who are delving into what makes us, us. Hey guys, welcome back to the Forget Me Not Diaries, season two. I'm your host, Tyra. And I'm your host, Bree. And today, uh, we're going to be giving you a really cool, spooky episode. You guys will be listening to this right after Friday the 13th. So we're going to talk about a little bit about Friday the 13th. Yeah, we thought it would be really interesting since our first episode of season two comes out on October 15th. So it's the Sunday after Friday the 13th, which we're like, damn, do we just like change our whole schedule Mm. to have it on Friday? (laughs) But no. So we're just going to talk about Friday the 13th and some of the histories and conceptions behind that. Um, And then kind of do a couple new things here today. We um, have a couple new segments we wanted to add. Yeah, Yeah, me and Brianna had talked about what we wanted for season two and down to like the nitty gritty. I think we had always wanted to do these two things or somewhat similar. So the first one we wanted to do like a weekly tarot pull, like a weekly card that we draw and then we kind of talk about it. And if it resonates resonates with you, Mm -hmm. cool. And if it doesn't, maybe the next one will. Yeah, But I think it would just be kind of cool and like... It's kind of cool to even see who it even connected with. Well, and then to go back and, like, listen to each, like, poll that we did each week and see, like, look back on it each week, too, and be like, ooh, this week we talked about this on the tarot poll, and then this is what's happened, so. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then the other one that we thought was really cool, because we had a follower want to know more about shadow work, Mm -hmm. so we were thinking about doing a shadow prompt. Shadow work prompt, yeah. Every week as well, whether you guys are at home writing it down, or even just casually asking yourself that question too, and actually letting it sit with you, yeah, and responding to it the way that I guess you should. I don't know. Well, and like, yeah, sometimes this time I think we're going to do just a question and like, a or more of like a prompt to like to get you thinking. But sometimes we might do like actual exercises with you guys and like go along with those. But um, we just want to keep it short and sweet because we have so much we're trying to talk about in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we seem to do that a yeah, lot. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do that a lot. We, we set ourselves up for high... High expectations over here. Yeah, constantly in our daily life and in this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause when I had seen Brienne on Sunday, she was like, "We are not fucking prepared." <laughs> and I'm like, "It's okay, we'll do it. It'll be good." I mean, like, I guess I shouldn't even be like, "We're underprepared," because we did a whole season one <laughs> underprepared, and look at us now. So I'm yeah. not even worried about it. Exactly. Uh. Exactly. So I'm very excited. So I guess we will just kind of roll right into our weekly tarot poll. Yeah, so I was going to talk to you about it on here, but I was thinking if one of us shuffles and one of us pulls each week and, like, we just switch back and forth so that it's both of us. Do you want to shuffle since you grabbed them first? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So that's a really good idea because I didn't know how we wanted to... Yeah, how we were going to do that. Mm -hmm. But I thought, yeah, one of us should shuffle and the other one should pick it out. And so, like, one of us will shuffle the deck... And then the other one will cut the deck. And if you don't know what cutting the deck means, it means just, like, picking out two different sections. Like, making it two different piles. And then they'll pull... The other one will pull... The one who cuts the deck will pull the card. Alright. There you go. Cut the deck. Alright. Thinking about our listeners this week and ourselves to the see... collective. Yeah. Because it is... Uh, we're recording on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. And this week has already been... <laughs> Busy. October is here. So, it's crazy. like, kind of. What do we get? No fucking shit, dude. What? What we get? My card. <gasps> Strength? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's pull open our book here. We've got the, uh, for those of us are interested, we've got the Tarot for the Green Witch book here by Anne Mora. Don't know how to say that any other way, but. And then we can post these cards in the shadow work prompt as well. Oh, yeah. Maybe when we come in out our with show notes exactly. and stuff like that. And even on the Instagram because mm-hmm. we're also trying to get more into posting those things. And yeah, more. posting on the Instagram. Like, social media in general, it'd be nice to just, like, have someone who did that for us. Let's be real. But uh, yeah, who, we're trying. who are we? We're um, trying. <laughs> let's see. I'm so sorry, guys. Let me find this. Ah, Okay. 
So this card often depicts a woman holding shut the mouth of a lion or riding it. She is the power of the moon, the goddess in her aspect of the wise woman or crone, who holds the strength of the sun, Leo, in her hands. The crone is not always portrayed as a hag, but as also as a beautiful lady of wisdom. Um, the greatest difficulties may be surmounted through inner power and self-control. By having fortitude and using self-assurance, obstacles may be vanquished. Any darkness is a passing matter, a difficult period to be soon re resolved to achieve a necessary rebirth. By enduring the transition time within their strength, better times will manifest. For the witch, this card relates to the containment usage of the circle, where energy is gathered and controlled before releasing to accomplish a goal or to disperse negative influences, symbolized by the interaction of the moon and sun in an eclipse. And its major meanings are fortitude, courage, power to achieve goals, control over situations, overcoming obstacles, power used wisely, perseverance, self-discipline, and will. Yeah, I like think willpower. strength is just... There's always going to be strength in you. Mm -hmm. You have strength to overcome anything that you put your mind to. She's always there. It's you about have courage. Yeah, it's about remembering your inner reserves of strength and we're like that moment where you're like, this is like, remember who you are, bitch. You know, like yeah. you are a powerful celestial being, not just this little human running around in a meat sack, you know? Exactly. And that's a card that I get constantly yeah she gets it a lot and so, so much that we call funny. it her card but i <laughs> i had a my card that i always get is temperance and for i had like a moment when i was learning more about tarot and i was like is it really like because at first we were like oh our card this is so great <laughs> I was like, wait am i still getting this card because i'm still not learning the lesson <laughs> Yeah. So it's also like, oof, whenever I get temperance, because yeah. I'm like, I need more balance. Or, you know. But, the mixing. But I love that we got strength for our very first week. Yeah. Yeah, that is so great. Just a little reminder. Yeah, a reminder that we have what it takes, and, like, this is not just some, you know, I look at this as just, like, some hobby. But then I'm like, no, this is, like, so special. This is so much more. This project means a lot to both of us. Yes. And, and I think strength too is really nice to get because of like the shadow work and everything we're going to be yeah. like this is going to be a little hard this season I think to go through all of that like work and yeah. like it's going to be and going into the dark time of the season too just a good card to get to remind us yeah like you said we can get through it yeah <sighs> well I hope that resonated with you guys I hope you all find your strength this week um, rolling into the shadow work portion of the episode, I think we chose to go with the questions, do you struggle with showing yourself compassion? How does showing yourself compassion make you feel? So I think it's important that we all just kind of sit and think about that for a second, but we've already obviously thought about it. Mm -hmm. But if you want to take a second, just think about how it feels for you to be compassionate towards yourself. Yeah, like we both, me and Brianna agreed that uh, we don't like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uncomfortable as fuck because it's hard. it just feels wrong almost, but it feels like out of place. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, because we are our own worst critics. Yeah. And it's so much easier to drag on yourself that you're stupid than mm -hmm. it is to believe that you are smart and can overpower anything. Yeah, to build yourself yeah. up. Because just destructive words are so much easier. It's mm -hmm. like a weird, And so much more addicting, too. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. fucking A, do we just love to tear ourselves down? Mm -hmm. So do I struggle to show myself compassion? 100%. How does it make me feel? Uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, when I'm trying to show myself compassion, it's just, like, it's reminding myself that I'm a human being that deserves those things. Yes. And then, like... Because what would you do? Like, what did our good friend um, Katie say if she said that? Would you tell your best friend those things? Mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. no. No. No, we wouldn't. No, we would not. Well, and if you can't say it to your best friend, then you can't, you shouldn't say it to yourself. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Legit, though. So yeah. I think that's the compassion, because you have compassion for your best friend. Well, mm -hmm. yourself is also your best friend. Should be, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you got to be nice to yourself, and that's really hard to 
lose in today's world though as well it's hard because yeah. you're in this weird feeling of competition I feel like constantly for me at least no I was totally writing in my so I have this workbook that my therapist got me and I'm sorry that's another thing shadow work to me therapy is just like a big shadow work moment <laughs> yeah you're constantly oh because we wanted to talk about too for those of you listening who don't who are like what the fuck is shadow work yeah <laughs> we pulled up a, a um, definition <laughs> but it's working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself that you repress or hide from yourself so like these are the parts of yourself that you don't always acknowledge basically yeah and the parts of yourself that are definitely there but are more uncomfortable to look at you know yeah like uh, I did a lot of my own shadow work and that's a lot of like inner child work I think shadow work is yeah part of that you start with the baby you start Mm -hmm. with the little girl you start with the toddler you start with those early traumatic memories I mean they all don't have to be traumatic but there are certain reasons of why you do your fucking shit the way you do so you're like looking at that as a whole of why do why do I do that yeah what is that you know yeah Yeah. and like that that's what's hard too is like I think something some growth I've had recently with my own like shadow side is just like being around like my dad and how he can be so anxious and down on himself and sad and I'm just like I see and it hurts my insides yeah because I want to be there for his little inner child because I'm like who you know who told you you weren't good enough right exactly exactly because I see so much of my own hurt and I like mirrored so much of his pain yeah. into myself yeah, and took it on for myself. Cause that's just what I did as a child was to take on other people's problems. But it's just sad. It's just sad to think about that. Like I took his pain and made it my own. Cause yeah. like, that's one thing is like a lot We're of people have asked, why do I have these issues when otherwise I'm a pretty happy person and yeah. nothing really bad. Like, I swear to God, guys, like, I could say nothing bad's ever happened to me, and you'd be like, bullshit, no. Like, really, barely anything bad's ever happened mm-hmm. to this one. I think I'm perpetually lucky, which is fun, because a lot of these things we're going to talk about later are talking about, you know, unlucky things, but <clears throat> probably it's because of the pennies. <laughs> probably because of the fucking penny flipping. Yeah, um, but anyways, we'll get to that. But, no, it's just, you know, it's hard looking at those parts of yourself. And realizing, like, I just took that all on from someone else. Oh, and yeah. it wasn't even my... Um, what was it? Did I send you the empathy one? Where Maybe. it was... Or you sent it to me. Or it was, like, the therapist had asked, like, why am I an empath... Why am I an empath? Yeah. And they were like, who made you look into yes. a room, walk into a room, and have to identify what the fuck is going on? What and how the pe- threats are. Exactly. What made you do that? Mm-hmm. Who made you like that and yeah. it was like holy fuck yeah it was all about like empaths and like it's not oh. a good thing always to be an empath it's not like oh look at me I know how to like read other people's emotions it's like okay but why yeah. why do you know how to do that what what trauma response <laughs> is coming out right now because you have to know what to expect from people's emotions constantly and you constantly. have to and what I told my husband, because I am very like that, because we all, I am the one to make, constantly wonder if people are fucking mad at me. Mm-hmm, and I'm same. like, oh my God, why did you sigh like that? Yep. Why are you looking at me like that? Yep. Why do you have to say it like that? Are you mad at me? What's wrong? And I told him, I was like, I, I ask you 25 fucking questions because I need to know how, to, how I can respond and match your energy. Mm-hmm. So then I know what's coming next. Isn't it so weird? They just don't understand why that's even a thing either. And it's just like... Because, like, they were taught to react emotionally in a different way. Yes. Than to, like, as Take women, it on. Yeah, take, it, take on. it on. Because I think that's, I mean, I guess, you, like you said, women have always not tried to get all, like, crazy sexist or anything. But, like, mm-hmm. you gotta think about, like, women, husband would come home from work. How are you today, honey? What can I do? Can I kiss your ass? Can mm-hmm. I sweep under your feet? Yeah. What can I do? Because you've had a r- rough day. But if you have a rough day, you're taking that shit out on me. Yeah. You know what? So I think yeah. that's also like some How type to of like, weird. they were just automatically and then you bred, And you breed that into your next and your next and your next in a way. Yeah, your kids. I guess how I kind of view that as well now that we're talking about that. No, but it's totally, totally crazy how all these things match together. Um, and just like empaths and being, have it, I've never thought about it that way. Like being a bad thing. Until I saw that video and I was like, I gotta show this to Tara. Yeah, because it's so true though. And yeah. I even told my therapist about it and I said, this woman was talking about to her therapist and her therapist was like, 
okay, yeah, be an empath, but why? Like, why are you like that? Yeah. Who made you have to constantly act upon like how they analyze react? everything? Yeah. Why? And who was that person mm-hmm. to make you have to constantly be in that state? For me, it was definitely... I mean, honestly, it was both my parents. They're very reactive yeah. people. Yeah. And it, I can be a very reactive person. True. Because of it. Like, I might not outwardly react like they do, but the yeah. inside of me is fucking freaking out. Yeah, like, that's so The true. littlest things can happen, and then I take them to heart so easily. Yeah. But they were very reactive, so... <laughs> okay, For example, I'm still so scared. Like, I decided I made a big personal decision this last week. So that was like, oof. Like she said, this week's been big. But I I decided to quit going to school again for right now. And that was a lot for me because I was always taught not to quit anything. And if you quit things, you know, you're a failure. Not in those words, but that's how it made me feel. Right. And, uh... I still have not told my mom because I'm very scared of her reaction. Well, hey, mom. <laughs> so, I maybe this will how I'll let her know. She'll be listening in 13... 13- oh, my God. In She'll two be weeks. 13- no, I'll let her know days. before then. But how weird we're recording for Friday the 13th and this episode comes out in 13 days. Whoa. Okay, wow. 13 days? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> it's the second. Oh, my God, how weird. Okay, wow. LOL. That's funny. But who do you think it was for you? Um, I mean, I obviously, obviously it was my mom because I had to deal with her high withdrawing. Yeah. Higher withdrawing. Which mom are we going to get today? Exactly. Which mom are we going to get today? Having to analyze that. Yeah. And then I think just being young and like always being that person to make things better for that parent Mm. and that fucking sucks. I mean, we both know what that is. Yeah. Whether they never wanted us to take it on. We fucking took it on, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, we took that burden upon... The parentification of children. Yeah. Uh, to go in and lick your wounds and shit. Mm-hmm. When Make you, you went, feel better. When you went out to battle mm-hmm. and shit, and then you come home and it's like, oh, yeah, my, my mom's crying, my mom's upset, why? Yeah. What's going I've on? I've got to make this better. Yeah. You know, and so it's just sad yeah. in that way that we had to be that person for them when that should have never been this case, but... Yeah. Oh, well. And now we know. Learn. Learn. Keep learning. And it's still hard. Like, my mom, you know, I, I have a lot of, I, I give her a lot of grace. I, she might not realize it, but I give her a lot of grace because she did not have good examples for how to do this. No. And I'll say she did a pretty good damn job with that being the case. Yes. But... You know, there's definitely things that happens even now, like, she expect, like, she, and I don't want to say she expects me, because I don't even think she realizes she expects me, but she'll call me crying about stuff with my dad, and stuff that is not my business, nowhere near in that boundary is that healthy for you to be calling me up about something that you guys went through together. Yeah. Like, it's not my business, you know, or... It's such like a, what is it, um, self, not self-conscious, but it's such a... She just doesn't have anyone who understands the same way, you yeah, know? Because right. she hid so much of that from everyone yeah, so, in their life. So right, she the, calls us because we know what it was what, like. And who that, what that is. So you guys have trauma bonded over exactly. that. She's, and so I've, yeah. I'm having to kind of teach her, hey, I don't want to talk about this with you. And yeah. she's very, very receptive yeah, to it. She just doesn't always understand why it affects me. And that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. And that's like maybe, yeah. No, that's fucking true. And maybe that's how I have to take into consideration with my siblings, too, when I do have something to talk about and it does hurt me and things like that. Not like it hurts me, but just like, oh, I remember this one thing and they don't want to talk about it. It's because it's a hard thing. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. And they work really hard on not talking about it. Yeah. You know, but... Your your siblings are very much onward and upward. Yeah. With life. They're, I think Like, so. as far as emotional things go. Yeah, I think they had a lot more years True. to fucking... True. Distance themselves from that. Yeah. And Whereas you're it. still, like, 25. Where was Tiffany at 25? Legit, though. Like, Tiff- yeah. like, wow, to think about that. Tiffany was pregnant with Riley. Yeah. Had just had Riley. Her last one. So, like, that's weird to think about. Mm-hmm. And Brandon, I was 15 and Brandon was 25. So that's also weird to think about because I was going through 15 and that was a wild time in my life. And I can only imagine what that was like for him. Yeah. Too, though. Because I'm still young. Mm-hmm. I'm still young. I'm still going through this shit. 
And like, that's one thing with my brother, Brandon, I feel, I mean, and I, like I said, my siblings don't ever fucking listen to this shit. And which, whichever they, whenever they do, whatever the fuck, I don't fucking care because I don't fucking care. <laughs> but uh, just me and Brandon have this weird connection and I don't know what that is and call it what you want. Twin telepathy from 10 years, me and Brandon are 10 years apart. Mm-hmm. And so when he has an anxiety mess, anxiety down on his luck, bipolar moment, I feel it really? internally. So then I go and I'm check in wow. and I check in and I'm like, hey, you good? What's wrong? Wow. What's up? You know, that type of shit. Yeah. Things have changed. I think we're getting older. It's not as intense as it used to be. Well, and you have a kid now, and, like, he, his kids are older now, and it's just, like, a different time. Yeah. Yeah, a new regiment. Well, and things are going to be... Everything's ebbs and flows, too. That's what I'm trying to fucking learn. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It fucking sucks. I wish it would just stay good for a little bit longer, though. Yeah. No. Wish it was just on the up and up and there wasn't such a radical decline sometimes. Yeah. Where the hill just fucking jumped. Whoop! Down. In a, yeah, like Downward a coaster. Slope. Yeah. So seriously. Because <laughs> the high feels great going up, but then once you come down, it fucking blows. When things are on the down, down low with anybody close in your family or friend circle, but... I guess that's something that I struggle with, too, is, like, realizing that that's healthy. Yeah. That it's not, you know, if you're always on the up and up, are you, are you doing the shadow work in your relationship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's fucking true. Because, I don't, like, um, like, I think you had posted on t- Instagram this morning or last night. It was the hibernation of everything needs to hibernate and it needs to have the winter and the dark in order to bloom and blossom again. We can't consistently be fucking flowering constantly. Yeah. That's not a state of growth. Always. So the video she's talking about is kind of saying like there are seasons of life and nowadays people always want to, be talking about the growth stage and growing and changing and becoming better and always blooming into like this person you're supposed to be. But no one ever wants to talk about the winter of our soul, you know, like the time, that dark time for you to go in and do the dark work and the shadow work and like look at the parts of yourself that you aren't looking at when you're blooming all the time. Like you can't always be in a constant state of bloom. It has to be rest periods and those are natural. And I feel like a lot of times people are, kind of trying to skip over those or at least not glorifying it the same way on social media but now you know with the rise of the you know the shadow workbook and things like that um I feel like that's coming more into the picture is that it's got to be the balance of the two but it was just a really cute video okay here we go I found it okay elevated cortisol also affects the brain Mm. in a study of patients who had PTSD from childhood Trauma and abuse researchers found cortisol levels to be 60% higher than normal and 122% higher than normal when stress, when, when another stressor was introduced. So I think what it ends up doing, it affects your body, like your health. When you're produced in so much trauma, so is this your like when you're in a traumatic situation as a child? It consistently. Okay. Like you're constantly being stressed, you're constantly. Um, chronic stress can affect the gut microbiome. It affects mm. your gut. It affects your skin. Like it affects your health. Yeah. And so that's like, I think what was crazy too was that because it's a stress, stress. Hormones, I think that's, that's what, what I was trying to find. Was, so how does has, that link in to, for you with the blooming and like the wintry time? I think maybe it was just like, a, like injecting adrenaline into trees. So oh. they are constantly in this blooming period, I think is what I was trying to get Right, out. yeah. Oh, because the beginning of the video starts out with the fact like they injected trees with what, adrenaline? Adrenaline. And they died within a year. Because yes. without the winter, they like because they did the adrenaline like right before winter or something. So that they could get through it or something. I don't really remember. Something like that because they wanted these trees. I don't know. But yeah. They but that was the, the whole point of the video was to say that like you need that winter time. You, you need that moment. You don't need to be in this fucking flight or flight fucking bloom pumping. Bloom or don't bloom. Yeah. yeah bloom or die. Bloom or of. die. Legit. And I feel like that's such a crazy thing in our world nowadays because you're supposedly consistently producing. Growing. Produce, growing. produce, 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 produce. Mm-hmm. And it's like fuck. Let me just sit here for a fucking minute. Yep. And winter hibernate. Let me just fucking just sit and just 
be thankful for what I did this year. Because, mm-hmm. like, you are, we are, we are ending 2023 now. We mm-hmm. have two months left of this. Yeah, three. Three much left of this. And so you're kind of, like, hibernating. You're like, okay, what a year that was. But mm-hmm. anyways, just kind of crazy. No, definitely. Because, like, I feel like as a couple things. One, as a Scorpio. <laughs> but also as somebody who, that when I look back, I look at like a lot of this as my seasonal affective disorder that I just didn't realize I had. But like going into the winter, I always knew that I was about to get hella sad when October hit, which sucks because it's my birthday month. But then I always knew that coming out of it come February, I would be like, I would call myself a new version of myself. Like it was always a growth period because like I needed that dark night of the soul to kind of go through and figure out who I was again. Yeah. And so I used to look at it with like such wariness, but then once I kind of realized that every year I came out of it better and loving myself more and had that attitude towards it, it was so much so that's much easier to deal with. Very good point. With me having a birthday in the thick of it, that's mm-hmm. a very good point. Cuz my birthday's end of January, so I think that's yours is like the beginning of the thick. Mhm. And then mine's like middle. Right before we come out. Yeah. Yeah, like the, like the, the part the where you're like... fucking time, I feel like, is it January, is. and it's the coldest time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's when Your birthday is, like, right when we're all wanting to, like, die inside. Yeah! Because <laughs> we're like, when are we ever going to see the sun again? Yeah! Especially like, up like, here in Alaska. Up. Yeah, so I think that's just kind of funny. But no, very good point. Like, with Thrasher's birthday being in September, in six months from now, it's going to be March. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy, and then March is... We're on the outs. We're almost at the end of it. Like, mm-hmm. March, you're like, okay, fuck One it, more month. One more month. Yeah, because April's pretty decent here. I can't yeah. lie. At least April, we have fucking more light mm-hmm. in April. Mm-hmm. But, no, and I think, like, when you look at your kids' milestones, it's just like that, you know, that six-month milestone mm-hmm. of just like, oh, this was a six-month. Wow, holy fuck, that was half a year. Yeah. In another six months, you will be two. Yeah. What else are you going to learn? So, yeah. I don't know, just weird to think about things like that. That is crazy. Super weird. I'm just going to say that for the rest of his life. Holy crap, he's two. Holy crap, he's three. This mm-hmm. is crazy. How did this happen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and especially for us, too. Holy crap, we're 25. <laughs> I'm going to be 26 this month. This month. Mm. Gross. <laughs> what? Uh, I, I know it's not that crazy. No, it's it's pretty gross. <laughs> but I know it's not that crazy, but it just feels crazy because now I'm like, okay, now... It's no longer as close to 20 as I am to 30. It is, I am closer to 30 than I am to 20. Yeah, it makes you want to puke. <laughs> a little Just bit. Just a little bit. Like, but, fuck. Yeah, I am yeah. really excited for 30. I'm hoping the 30s are amazing for me. And because everybody seems to, like, talk about the 30s being the new 20s. And I'm like, it better be. It has to These be. These 20s are not... A, the, I feel like when you're, like, a middle schooler and you're like, oh, my God, I can't wait for high school. And then you get out of high school and you're like, holy shit, that, that was disgusting. Why <laughs> did I want to be there? And then now you're 20s. I feel like I hope that for my 30s that I look back at my 20s and be like, God, thank God I'm not there anymore. Yeah, no shit. Uh, that it's all uphill. Right, because you're still figuring out life. You're a quarter yeah. of a century year old. Yeah. Quarter of your life. Yeah. How are you supposed to know anything? That's one thing I am excited for is like just knowing more. You know, I guess I've, I do feel after like 25 years that like, I kind of get that it it is about just trying to learn about how to be happy with yourself and love yourself enough to love others the way that they should be loved. Because Mm -hmm. like, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? How the hell are you going to truly love someone else? A RuPaul baby. <laughs> Work. I um, wish we did have a video just for that moment. <laughs> that was great. Uh, uh, I love that. But yeah. no, very true. So I think that was, yeah. So I, I like that. That was a little good, a little inside. Yeah, a little oh. bit of shadow work there for all of us. So yeah. let us know how you guys kind of felt about that question. I would love to hear what you guys think. Yeah, as always, we're desperate for your attention yes um. <laughs> yeah and i promise we'll try to get better at social media like i even want to post like videos of us talking like just yeah. like even getting on there and just chatting i think we should start today why not why not just be like hey oh and we another thing we want to do is like a q a or something like a live 
that oh, would that'd be, be awesome. fun. Yeah, that was a good point. Kaylee had suggested that. Yeah. I think that would be so fun. That would be so fun. Hell, we could even do it on Friday the 13th. We could, yes. Okay, well, well you'll see us soon, guys. You won't hear us here. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll already have had that. Yep, so that's we hope funny. we do that. <laughs> and not look shitty now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Friday the 13th, speaking of. Yes. When, like, I feel like growing up, all I knew, I barely knew why people, like, at all had any problems with Friday the 13th. I just was like, oh, it's unlucky. Superstitions. Superstitions, yeah. And whoever was superstition in your house or your life, I think, was very kind of like that. Like my brother, Brandon, very superstitious kid. Oh, really? Yeah, very superstitious. Kind of funny. But yeah, is one to, like, not want a black cat to walk in front of you. Ladders, the mirrors, the whole shebang. Huh. Well, I know that, like, a lot of people are not sure, or, like, the history of it, of Friday the 13th, is very unclear. So that, to me, is just mysterious in itself, that the fact that this has been around for, I mean, literal thousands of years. Like, this is not, this is not, like, a new thing, Friday the 13th. This isn't, like, even medieval new times. This is... 1754 BC, this was already a thing. Okay, quick question. What does BC stand for? Before Christ. What does AC? After Christ. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Isn't that fucking wild? That makes sense because we are judging this all by Christianity, as always. Ah! Wow, look at me not knowing that. But okay. isn't it? It is kind of funny because it's before Christ and then after Christ. So it's like, yeah, there was before. Ah! <laughs> Anyways, that's just why. How do we thing. document that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, before Christ. So, um, right, because there is God, the yeah. maker of all things, correct? Yeah. And then Jesus Christ is his child, right? Yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I get yeah. those two confused. Oh, that Jesus is God? Yes. Oh. I thought they were the same people sometimes. Really? Yeah, but I have to remind myself, like, no, God no, created No, Jesus the world is his son. Days. So basically, little history lesson. This is fun for me. I feel like it's so weird because I know so much about Christianity for, like, someone who is not Christian. <laughs> but bas- this, is, this is not, like, a huge thing that people don't know. It's just, I guess, you don't know. <laughs> but, like, what happened was... You know how she's the Virgin Mary. Yeah, she got like immaculate conception. Yeah, is means that there was no actual deed done, and God implanted Jesus in her belly. And then she married Joseph the carpenter. No, she was already married to Joseph. Oh, uh, you see the holes in this story. Yeah. Anyways, that's what that's what they said happened. And is then the lamb that he's and Jesus that he was born on Christmas Day. Yeah. And- which he was actually born closer to Easter, but yeah, craziness. Yeah, then the North Star and the three wise men, and yeah, that that all came when she was born. That was like, I'm not actually sure about that part. I feel like the three wise men came. Am I crazy? No, you're not. They they were like sent by the kings or whatever. The kings because of they heard about this immaculate conception. I think is what happened. Fucking. Weird. Anyways, back in the day, 1754 BC. Is when the Code of Harambai was made. I'm, I was just questioning whether I was saying that right. Sorry for the pause. But it was like, it, it, so the Code of Harambai, I was looking it up, is like a Babylonian law codes from like ancient Mesopotamia. And in those like set of codes, they completely skipped over number 13. They just went 12, 14. Like, they did not include wow. a 13th law. So it's like, that's creepy because it's like, who, if this was in 1754 BC, which I want to like, actually, I don't actually understand where 1754 BC comes in because there's 1754 AC, which is what we would think of as like the medieval times. Okay. This is even before that. Jesus Christ. Because 1754 AC is obviously after Christ. Yeah. And that was more like the medieval times. This is like, I don't know how to count time behind in the BC. I think it goes like backwards to like one. I don't know. Oh my God, I don't fucking know. Or maybe it gets bigger. I don't know. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. Or maybe it gets like, okay, can someone tell us? Before Christ is one, like right when Christ comes out, it's one and then it goes backward into big. We should look up these things before we talk about them. I know. We're, anyways, but it's just crazy to me that they like back 
that far back, like before Jesus Christ, we were worried about fucking Friday the 13th and the number 13. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I'm about to Google this beast <laughs> shit, though, because now I'm curious. That's okay. So another thing that, like, kind of goes with it, since we're talking about Jesus so much, is that a lot of people associate it with, like, the religious tales... What? So it's A.D., not A.C. Oh, sorry, A.D., I'm fucking stupid. A.D. is Anno Domini, a Domini, D-O-M-I, Domini. Okay. Anno Domini, or in the year of our Lord. There is no zero year in this system. The year Christ was born is 1 A.D. Okay. And the year preceding it is 1 B.C. So it goes both ways. So, so that's right. So this is 1754 BC. Before Christ. Yeah, 17 years then it goes before Christ. Three, two, oh. one. Yep. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. To 17,000. And then he's born, and then it goes 1 AD. So this 2 is... AD, 3 AD, 4 AD, 5 AD, not 2023. Got it. So now that means it's what, like 1700 years before Christ we yes. were having this issue? Yes. Yes. Holy cannoli. Yeah. Wow. Uh So, okay, yeah, so 1,700 years before Christ, we were worried about the number 13. We, as in humanity. But, yeah, speaking on, like, Jesus and and everything again. What? Besides B.C. and A.D., many people use B.C.E. for before common era. era, Yes. And C.E. for common era. Mm -hmm. These correspond to the, the same dates as B.C. and A.D., but is a secular way of saying it. In fact, EarthSky reports that Jewish academics have used BCE and CE for over 100 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they don't believe Jesus is the son of God. What? Jews? They believe Jesus was a guy. They just don't believe he's the son of God. Yeah, that's like a big major difference between Judaism and Christianity. They believe he was just like a follower of God or whatever. A legit carpenter. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Of okay. Jesus Lord. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Sorry about that. I did not know that. No, I wow. love these little history lessons. I think people are gonna enjoy that. Um, so yeah, others associate um the unluckiness about Friday the thirteenth and the number thirteen in general with like religious tales about dinner parties Mm -hmm. like the last supper where there were 12 apostles and one jesus and you know the unlucky situation that happened right after you know that whole dinner party was judas betraying jesus so like it's like oh judas is the 13th member kind of legit right exactly but i didn't know did you know about this one i don't know if you want to talk about that the norse legend yeah um, the Norse legend about when Odin was holding a dinner party and Loki crashed it and became the 13th member to arrive at the party. So, like, that w- that's, like, kind of funny to me that there's, like, just the 13th person. At a party. Yeah. At a little dinner unlucky. party. What was one that we had just read about the 13th club? The 13th club was a, um, social club. Uh, in the 19th century, a New Yorker named, and we're going to give all the links for these, but a New Yorker named Captain William Fowler sought to remove the enduring stigma surrounding the number 13. Um, and the group dined regularly on the 13th day of the month in room 13 of the Knickerbocker Cottage, a popular watering hole Fowler owned from 1863 to 1883. They would sit down to a 13-course dinner, but before they would do so, (laughs) they would pass beneath a ladder and a banner reading Mioraturi Tesalutamos. Latin. For those of us who are about to die, salute you. Which is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, which is a very, look at us dying. Yeah, we ain't fucking dying, you idiots. They're like, we're fucking hard. Fuck your superstitions. We just walked under a ladder, bitches. And said, those of us who are about to die, salute you. How hard is that? That's fucking hard. Uh, Wasn't there presidents that had... had Yeah, four former U.S. presidents, Chester A. Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, and Theodore Roosevelt, would join the 13 club's ranks at one time or another. Satan. (laughs) Yeah, we're all a bunch of Satan worshippers. Jesus Christ. 
Honestly, oh. yeah. Um, but no, I thought that was crazy. That is nuts. That is really kind of cool, though. I love those. Just all the trivia surrounding it is so wild. Like, Tyra, you have so many notes down there, too, I feel like. Um, yeah, I think we had hopped up on that episode, but we were talking about, like, the black cats, the oh. mirror breaking, the okay. walking underneath a ladder... The salt over the shoulder, the superstitions, I guess, because I think that's what Friday 13 rolls It's just in a superstition, just a, yeah. Another superstitious thing. Well, I did, okay, so before we go on to, like, talking about all the different, because I yeah. have some thoughts on these other superstitions, but on Friday the 13th, there was a bunch of stuff that actually did happen. So, on Friday the 13th, 1307, officers of King Philip the fourth of France arrested hundreds of the Knights Templar, a powerful religious and military order formed in the 12th century for the defense of the Holy Land. Basically, they just went and like ransacked Israel and stuff. I think. Is this when they? No, that never mind. I'm anyways, shut up. Uh, yeah. What was it called? It. Yeah. Anyways, I won't even get us hung up on his history, but. Uh, imprisoned on charges of various illegal behaviors, but really because the king wanted access to their financial resources, many Templars were later executed. Some cite the link with the Templars as their origin for the Friday the 13th superstition, but like many legends involving the Templars and their history, the truth remains murky. Ah. However, in more recent times, this is just a little list of things, um... That happened on Friday the 13th, the German bombing of Buckingham Palace, September oh, wow. 13th, 1940, the murder of Kitty Genovese in Queens, New York, March, 6, uh, March 13th, 1964, a cyclone that killed more than 300,000 people in Bangladesh, November 13th, Friday the 13th, 1970, the disappearance of Chilean Air Force plane in the Andes, October, Friday the 13th, 1972, the death of rapper Tupac Shakur oh happened on September, Friday the 13th, 1996. Full body chills. Right. Also, they just fucking found Tupac's murderer. Really? Did you know that? No. Literally days ago. Whoa. Days now ago. Now I have chills. My whole yeah. face. Yeah. Fucking A, dude. Whoa. That was some crazy shit that's been going on right now. Tupac's murderer, bitch. Who was it? I, I did not know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that's what, 27 years ago? Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, the crash of the Costa Concordia cruise ship off the coast of Italy, which killed 30 people, also happened on Friday the 13th in January 2012. No wonder why nobody want to leave the house. No, nobody want to leave the house on Friday yeah, the 13th. Yeah, yeah, okay, now. You were Spooky. even saying... Um, People don't even want to schedule for that day. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't want to leave the house. They don't want to schedule. They don't want to come in. They don't want to see their doctors because they think they're just going to get bad news. Whoa. That's crazy. Just to have, like, such a just powerful a phenomenon. It's literally a date. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows, dude? It's from before Christ. How do we know it's just a day? <laughs> All right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I am a pretty superstitious person, I feel like. Because, I mean, like, if you list these off, I probably do half of them. Yeah. 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 That's for fucking shit. Other than black cats. My family's always liked black cats, but I think that's from our contrary medicine. Yeah. Like, my family's just like, ooh, it's not good for you? Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that too. Yeah. Black cats don't really bother me that much. I don't really truly have believed in the whole black cat. Do I think Satan. they're more powerful? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Or is know. that just what, what is it the media wants you to believe? Yeah, that's true. That's true. It could be because, like, they're seen as, like, like the has, witch's cat. Is it legit, though? Like, is it true? Like, I was just I'm curious. Like, is there, like, real reporting on black cats always being seen with witches? Um, no, that was from the Puritan. Remember, we were reading about oh, that yeah. earlier. It was Where like they put for... bells on the fucking cats no. so people would avoid them? No, that's the Indiana law. Oh! So that's another one of the things we were looking at, um... It was saying black cats, so starting October 13th, 1939, as reported in the New York Times, French Lick Springs, Indiana, enacted a law that all black cats in the area would wear bells, quote unquote, as a, me a war measure to alleviate mental strain on the populace and presumably to make them easier to avoid. How sad. Those poor cats just like ring-a-ding-ding-ing on Friday the 13th. Well, and then as we read more, people would just throw them into the fucking fires oh, yeah. as the witches burned. They yeah. Just, throw throw that, the cats in Throw with that them. fucker in the bonfire. To hell with you, Satan cat. Yeah. Fuck so that, sad. Man. All because they just are dark. 
dark, black, yeah, black associated with evil, evil and death, and yeah, know, stuff like that. Fucking sad, fucking sad. But the mirror breaking, I think we had uh, looked at how whoever that was, the Romans, yeah, they and they said that like, look, when a mirror has a crack in it, something about your health. Yeah, that it was like a port, uh, it like portends bad health. And, um, that it would take seven years to, to, um, get better, cycle through. Yeah. Which is funny that me and Brianna had made the thing that people are talking about. It takes your body seven years to create brand new cells. Like to completely regenerate every cell in your body takes seven years. And every seven years you're like times already had a fucking inkling, dude. Fucking wild. They're like knowing that it would take seven years to shed that shit out of you. Yeah. Fucking weird. (laughs) Fucking weird. And then we were talking about walking underneath a ladder and how you said that when it, it it's a fucking triangle, yep. which was the Father, the Son, and, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Go- Holy Spirit. And people walking underneath it was essentially breaking the the bond. The or sanctity is what it said. Yeah. yeah the sanctity of that cursed. triangle. Because they looked at triangles as like holy because, you know, there is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> God, oh. fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> but a secret, lot of these—that oh, would be such a fun episode too. Talk no, about secret no, societies. No. Okay. Hard pass. All right. Hard pass. I don't want to know any more about the fucking crazy <laughs> shit that goes on in our fucking world. <laughs> that would be a fucking um. That would be a rabbit hole. Oh yeah. yeah. A fucking rabbit hole because the shit we would find. I ain't ready. Yeah. I ain't ready for that. But um. Walking underneath the ladder also, okay, we were talking about that. The Egyptians thought that you, like, would see a god going up or down, so they were trying to avoid that. Which was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it was just, so it was really an Egyptian thing, but then the Christians took it. Yeah, the, and like, made it their like, own. uh, low-key, the Christians overtook all these, essentially. Yeah. Essentially, like, fucking goddamn. But knocking on the wood. Oh, yeah, that is the biggest one for me. I knock on wood with everything who doesn't fucking knock on the wood yeah yeah it's just weird that you don't yeah because you're asking for that to happen exactly and what was the the knock on wood was like it they think it might be um because they were trying to banish the spirits that lived within the wood or whatever is either to have them come protect you or to wake them up right yeah to wake the spirits to wake the spirits yeah so that was interesting yeah, or they thought that. it was Tiggy Touch Wood, which was an old game back in the day. Like, so if whoever's touching wood can't be tagged, basically. So, like, you, like, Tiggy Touch Wood, you touching the wood, oh, you can't get me. So, yeah, like, that makes that touch funny. wood. And it used to be touch wood, not knock on wood or whatever. Yeah. But so, like, those two combined, maybe. So weird. So weird to think about that as little games that you would play. Yeah, and then become common folklore for the rest of the fucking history. Yeah, it's like um, Ring Around the Rosie. That was all about the Black Plague, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Crazy. Yep. Crazy. Um, and then you wanted to talk about the Lucky Pennies. Lucky yeah. Pennies is huge for me um, because... Uh, and we read that people do this for real. I just did it because I thought I was a good person. But... <laughs> Apparently it is a good thing to do if you want good karma. So thank God. It's probably why I have such a lucky life. Probably. That's what I was talking about earlier. (laughs) Every time I see a penny on the ground, if it is not upright, if it is not upright, I will turn it upright, like, uh, heads up so that it can be lucky for the next person who comes along. Yeah, no, I think that's really cute because uh, I never even thought about, like, the whole heads and tails, which one's unlucky, lucky. Really? Until, like, I mean, you I always, always think thought about... they were all lucky? In a way, yeah. Oh. I think that's just how I viewed it was all lucky because it's just, oh. like, a lucky I wonder penny. if that is Lucky dime, lucky quarter, like, whatever money you find, you're just lucky. Oh, just I always money. thought it was if the he- if the penny is tails up, then it is unlucky penny and it's not lucky. But if you find a penny heads up... I should ask Chance. It's a lucky penny. Yeah, what his are. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. I would like, love to know. Like, even Nick. I wonder if he has any kind of, like... Yeah, we'll have to ask Luckiness him. type things. Thing. I don't know. I always felt like I was lucky because every time I trip on the stairs, I catch myself and I've never fallen on the stairs. Except for that one time I broke my arm, I guess, when I was two. <laughs> no, knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then we had found out that the fingers crossed is a pagan thing. Oh, yeah, because, like, every time you could make a cross with someone else's index finger, like, if you put your two fingers together in a cross, it's, like, conjoining forces to, um, like keep away the evil of the world or whatever yeah and then of course you know christians kind of overtook that too as well because you're making a cross but then i think other people found it just as easy because then you could just cross your fingers with your own fucking hands and create your own luck basically yeah you didn't need a counteractive part yeah and then um christians what'd you say also like the whole like thumb touch oh they were like they were like touching thumbs and (laughs) cross an index i don't know do they, they apparently they had some weird stuff with fingers they like to touch thumbs <laughs> i don't, don't know don't read read it when i put it in the I'll, I'll put it i'll put the link in there for touching thumbs and then one of the last ones that i have uh actually really liked was the curse of the evil eye yeah and that was mediterranean yeah where people would have that to ward off bad luck yeah, to, to ward, ward off, off like evil, evil spirits, spirits. Mm-hmm. would keep that the, the evil eye. So that was interesting because I believe in that wholeheartedly too. Really, which is I mean, it's so big, mm-hmm. it's fucking huge. Yeah, it's been around a long time. I think it's like if you were to go into like a crystal shop or like a just a shop, they're in general, everywhere. They're everywhere in there. They're on bracelets. Yeah. They're on your bookmark. They're on. I've always found them kind of creepy, so I've, like, literally never kept anything that anyone's ever given me with the yeah, evil I don't, eye. I don't know why. I don't have anything that has To me, it's, like, it. inviting that eye on you. Yeah. Because, but then I guess it's, like, warding them away, just, it's like, watching what, them. what is the other thing that I like that wards off evil? Um, Knocking on wood. Like, how do I know that's any different than inviting yeah. them in? <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but That's I don't funny. know. It's almost like an OCD compulsion at this point for me to knock on wood. Yeah, because it's like when you say something bad, it's just you yeah. catch yourself or knock even on the like, fucking wood. Take that out of here. Take that. Take that back. Counteracting. Counteracting. Yeah. Exactly. You're gonna. Yeah. You counteract yeah. it. Exactly. That's I guess what I do. Yeah. Because you just don't want it to happen to you, so you just knock on the wood. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That is our thoughts on Friday the 13th. Because I think also, as well, back to the knocking on wood, okay. love fucking attraction. Exactly. I think so that's why it's knocking like, on that fucking wood, like, ha, I didn't mean it like that. I was just kidding. I was just joking. <laughs> yeah, law of yeah. attraction is basically... Like, yep. What do you want to tell them what it is? Law of attraction is, uh, like, if you're going to constantly think negative thoughts, you're going to be constantly put into negative spaces. You yep. think positive thoughts and just how happy you are and how happy your life is and how grateful you are, good things will happen because it's very yeah. true. You hang around shitty-ass people, you're going to become a shitty-ass fucking person. Yeah, it's basically just the idea that what you think attracts the yep. like back to you. Yep. So and if you think negatively, you're going to have negative Things. Literally yeah. a law. Yeah, the law of attraction. It's it it really makes sense. Like the more you think about it and the more you practice it in your life too. Yeah, that too. Watch what you say. Like fucking watch what you say because mm-hmm. the shit will turn around and bite you in the ass. Because our voices have power more than people mm-hmm. realize. Fuck yeah they do. Fuck yeah they do. We like can you're... speak and manifest our life into being and I think we do so more than we realize. Mm-hmm. Um so it's important to just be aware of like, how you're speaking about yourself, about others, about your life. I think about when we had the Ford Escape, so that was many years ago, and just like how I would see this white Chevy that ride around in Big Lake all the time that was so nice, had black rims, and I was like, God, what if it would be so nice to have a 2018 Chevy? And I remember telling Chance this like two months ago, I said, you know what? We got our dream truck. Yeah. Years ago, I had wanted this, and here wow. it is in fruition. And that was just years ago, and that was just simply talking about it. That's awesome. I don't know, just weird shit like that. Yeah, I've noticed. Well, and like along that lines, like when things don't work out the way I want them to, I realize that I've been realizing sometimes that they work out more the way I had hoped or dreamed that they would, instead yeah. of like the practical thing I had wanted to happen didn't happen. But you know what? The thing that did happen was something I had wanted in the first place. Yeah. You know, Very but true. didn't think that would happen to me. Very true. So yeah, just being more like letting yourself be open to the fact that good things can come to you if you believe they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that's just that, that whole back to that strength card. Yeah. 
Yeah, just remembering fun. you are stronger than you realize. And that this time of your life, this week, this day, this month is just a fucking month. These scenarios yep. are just scenarios. And this too shall pass. Yeah, this, this too, too shall pass. pass. But, yeah, I don't know. I thought we could maybe do a little bit of life updates since we've been gone a little bit. Um, we took a big break. For us, for us, it was even shorter, but it was only like three weeks. <laughs> for you guys, it'll be a whole month. But, um... Yeah, no, that was pretty good. I didn't do a lot. I mean, I no. had Thrasher's birthday. Thank goodness I didn't do a lot either. Yeah, Thrasher's birthday, my sister's birthday, Chance went out hunting, didn't get anything. Um... <laughs> yeah, so I guess there wasn't much life updates to talk about, um... Works crazy. Works crazy. We had a big sleepover with a bunch of girls. That was pretty fun. That was fun. That was a good time. Yeah, I think it was crazy. We just haven't honestly spent too much time together outside of that. No, yeah. It's just like taking a, a break. Yeah, and I think that's also really nice to find in a friendship. Oh, yeah. That doesn't have the no expectations. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't see you for three weeks. I understand why. Yeah, yeah. No, no hard that's feelings. most of my friends. If you can't, like, I just joined a group. And it's like the Valley Ladies Meetup or something. Mm. And um, I don't know if I'm going to continue in the group because you have to, it's mandatory that you go to one event every month. Oh. I already got a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> I get why they want you to do that. So you're not just like in there creeping on stuff or whatever. Yeah. And like not point. active. Right. But I don't know if I can commit to one a month. At this um, time. At this time. I told you. I texted you and I told you October is going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm trying my hardest not to. But I joined this group and uh, in the initial friendship post or like post about like who I am and like getting people to be interested in you and right. be like, this is what I'm interested in. Yeah. Does anybody want to do this? I put in mind, does anybody want to have a Lord of the Rings meet like marathon? Yeah. But I almost put in my thing too. If you don't have time to like have distance between this friendship like it won't if work. you want to see me every weekend it's not gonna work out <laughs> like I'm a very busy person I wanted to put in there yeah <laughs> I decided not to <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's true though yeah I don't have time in my life for friendships that need constant constant validation I mean I and I think most adults are the same right now yeah. Though that we surround ourselves with, though, I mean, there are still some fucking adults that are very attention-seeking. Yeah, and, like, I love attention. Don't get me wrong. But you need to find, like, yourself, though, as well. Right. Find, your, find that within yourself, though. Yeah, yeah. And I'm working on that more. But I also feel like what I guess I'm looking for more is just somebody who is understanding of the fact that everybody has adult lives and yeah. this shit is hard yeah. to keep up with. Yeah. Um, Very true. And like, cause I know people who like have trouble with friends that they're like, you're not on at this time on games with me anymore. I don't think you take this friendship seriously. Like I had a friend tell me that their other friends told them that these friends that they've had for years and years. Wow. And I'm like, how can you have that kind of expectation of someone with a totally different lifestyle than you? Yeah. Like, I play video games. Tyra does not. No. You don't see me out here being like, you don't value my friendship because you don't get a PC and play games with me. No. No. That's so... You just find someone else to meet that need. Yeah, exactly. So that's like what our, exactly. essentially our life is, though. You're just mm -hmm. finding that person, not like to meet that need for that meantime, not like you're using people by any means, but you're but just... But in the essential way, it's like you fill that role for me. Yeah. You know? And like, I fill the role for you, obviously. Right. And then, like, and I have why... other friends who fill the roles in other places. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it, it makes this... It work. It works, yeah. You know? And that's, like, one thing that's hard to remember, too, at the same time, is that there are people where you're like, okay, I, I can't fulfill that for you. That's fine. Yeah. And you find that, but then it's okay, because then we just circle back. Yeah. We circle back. Well, and I'm somebody who has, like, so many hobbies that, mm -hmm. like, it's not a huge deal if one of my friends doesn't share that hobby. Yeah. Because I'm sure I'll make a friend somewhere else who does. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I have too many people in my life. <laughs> uh, I just I love, love I, I feel like a collector of people sometimes. Yeah. Same here, though. 
Ugh. Yeah. We're getting into it. We're just not, I don't even want to end it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to keep this talking This is what we them. get for uh, three weeks of not seeing each other, though, yeah. Loki. Uh, I love it, though. But no, this was a good episode. I'm excited for the rest of the season. There'll be some more spookiness. Hopefully yeah. this will just be the start of it. Yeah. We're getting into the month. It's Bree's birthday month. There mm-hmm. might be a little special birthday episode. Oh, we'll have to see. Yeah, so, but hopefully, I think one big goal that I would like for season two is to get more interactive with you guys. But I want you guys to also be interactive with us because yeah. it, it's all dependent on our audience too, if our audience is there and wants to be interactive. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're not going to interact with us, I think that's where you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to post because ain't nobody going to really want to. <laughs> it's hard because <laughs> it's like hard. you have to be wanting to like engage, even if you're not getting the engagement back. That is yeah. something that's like weird to go through. This is like a really new process for us. And for us, we'd love to just keep it so casual and be like friends with everybody and, Mm -hmm. you know, be like, you know, just hit us up. But it's also on us to provide the content that can be reacted to. True. And so not everybody's going to stop their podcast and go email us real quick. Yeah, preach. What kind of (laughs) fucking world do we live in? But also, if you sent us an email, I'd probably shit myself. (laughs) Just if you, just an incentive there for you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So no, but I, I'm very excited for next week's episode and just, I'm excited for this all shit to come out. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, spooky season. Here we come. Yes. So, but you guys have a wonderful night and we will see you next time. Bye friends. Bye.